Hey, this is James H. Carr II from the Creepy Kingdom Podcast and the director of the Foolish Mortals documentary. And when I'm not making documentaries and creeping around my podcast, I'm listening to the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined tonight by my co-host, Pacinetti. You looking for a laughing place? We'll show you a laughing place. And our producer, Greg Nevis, can't be with us tonight, so taking his place tonight, we have a new guy to our snack crawl, Mr. Kyle Ostrander. When you wish upon a star, doesn't matter where you're at. <laughs> it's in the ballpark. Yes. And it would not be our snack crawl without these two usual suspects. We have, as always, Tim Sweska. God, I don't even know what to say. That last comment was so stupid. And we have Chuck Fitzgerald. I blame Kyle for pretty much everything at this point. That's kind of where I'm going right now. Dave, you're no longer the tyrant. Kyle, congratulations, Billy. Yay! You've been promoted. Oh, but I have a reputation to uphold, gentlemen. Oh, don't worry. So with that... Don't worry, Stalin. You'll be okay. (laughs) Exactly. And with that, I remind you, gentlemen, of our snack crawl rules. Today, we are going to the Magic Kingdom. No drinks, unless you're drinking water. If you're paying for it, it's part of your $15 budget. Of course, with that said, since we are all visiting the Magic Kingdom from respective different areas, we are first stopping at the Ticket and Transportation Center and giving love to our official coffee, Joffrey's stopping at that wonderful kiosk right in the middle of the TTC before we decide to take our monorail or our ferry boat over to the happiest place on earth. And with that, $15, gentlemen, go nuts in the Magic Kingdom. You get three snacks. Let's see what you can do. Kyle, what's your first snack? I'll start a controversy off early. I'm going to Sunshine Tree Terrace and get me a beautiful citrus swirl. That is $3.79 plus $0.24 cents in tax and $4.04 total. And there's no explanation needed. It's just that darn good. Okay, well, before I start gagging, I do want to thank you because I did forget to mention, gentlemen, Florida does have a 6% sales tax, which we would have to add in. So kudos to you, Kyle. But as far as your citrus swirl, bleh. And, you know, thanks for stopping with us, Kyle, today. But we don't need your kind. Mm. Okay. Wow. Is Chuck actually agreeing with me? Yeah, someone write this down. Wow. Mark the time. This is a momentous occasion, ladies and gentlemen. Two minutes and 55 seconds into recording. This has never happened before. There must be some extra pixie dust in the air or something's going on, or maybe angel dust in this case. <laughs> what a time to be alive. If you just want a frozen whipped cream, I can make you one up right now. That sounds pretty good. I have so many comments, I'm just going to leave them all to myself. Pat, please, oh, please, you. please yeah, join us, Pat. No. Tim, no, 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 no. It's It's... No, no, it sounded dirty enough, <laughs> sinner. I was told to keep it clean. You brought it up. Go ahead. Ah, let him let him keep quiet. But he's not going to keep quiet for long because Patrick, what's your first snack? I am 
on my second cup of coffee because we all know bright and early at the Polynesian, I'm already drinking my first cup of Joffrey's. So the TTC is my second cup of Joffrey's. It might even have been my third. But I'm actually going to head over towards Adventureland. And Dave, you know where I'm going. I am going to the Cheeseburger Egg Roll Cart. I still have not had these, but because of your recommendation, I will keep trying until I could finally taste the yummy goodness of these cheeseburger egg rolls. They're $4.50 with tax $4.79. You get two of them, so I think it's actually a pretty good price. Ooh, Pat, I don't know about that one anymore. I like them, but one of our listeners, my buddy Tom Creever, did not like them a couple months ago when we were in the parks. He decided to go try them, and... He wasn't feeling them, so he did let me know. He kind of basically said when I bit into it, it kind of felt like I squashed a bug. I still like them. Other people do, but I gotta give I gotta give Tom his respect on that one. He gave he tried it on my recommendation. It wasn't that much of a good thing for him, but I would definitely still tell you try it. Oh, I, d- I definitely will, Dave. You know, no doubt about it. You've steered me wrong in the past. You'll probably steer me wrong in the future. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. Nobody's perfect, except for me. Me and Mary Poppins were par- practically perfect in every way. But that's another story for another time. You're a spoonful of something. <laughs> Tim. Don't you drag lovely Mary into your... <sighs> Tim. All right, well... I. What's your what's your uh, snack? I am also heading to Sunshine Tree Terrace, and I too will be down with the swirl, sir. Along with William Shatner. Sinners, sinners, you are. Don't talk to me, Southern Canadian. <laughs> 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 it's all a boot the door whip. Eh? I will be getting. I will be getting. <laughs> Sorry. As you should be. <laughs> So, notwithstanding Gordy Howe Jr.'s comments, <laughs> I will be getting myself also a delicious, delectable, wonderful citrus swirl for the low, low price of three seventy nine, adding in tax, coming in at $4.02. And then once Tim and I are done with our citrus swirls, we'll throw our cups at everybody else. That's, that's not very nice. I think I would like the swirl a lot better if it wasn't just frozen lemonade. If it was like a, if it was like frozen lemonade mixed with the actual cream inside the orange part, not just the uh, soft serve of the vanilla ice cream. I think I would like it more. But I just the texture. One of them kind of just ices up, and the other one is ice cream. The texture just doesn't do it for me. It's ice cream. It doesn't make it okay. It, it does. It doesn't. Well, Chuck, let's actually uh, negate any of their arguments. Where are you going? I am not going to where anyone thinks I'm going. I'm actually going to uh, Liberty Square. Okay. And I'm going to go to Sleepy Hollow. Oh. <laughs> See, right, right, right away, as soon as you even talk about it, it's just, it, it, it's, I'm, I'm sad. I paused I for dramatic sad. effect and arguments. I know. Uh, Moment dramatic of pause. <laughs> I'm going to choose the uh, waffle with strawberries and whipped cream. You know, it's uh, it's going to be a junk food filled day. So I guess the strawberries kind of negate the whipped cream and <clears throat> waffle part of it. That is priced at six seventy nine with tax. It is seven dollars and twenty three cents. So you're getting a dull whip on a waffle um, minus the strawberries. I was actually kind of curious. I mean, I was 
figuring if anybody could find a cronut in uh, the Magic Kingdom, it's well, probably going to be Well, you know what? It's actually a fun <laughs> fact. For uh, five forty nine, you can get the waffle with cinnamon sugar, which is more or less a cronut. It's not really a fun fact. we got the menu pointed up. I actually, I'm not looking at the menu. I'm not looking at the menu right now. Did you just honestly Sheldon Cooper us? You I did. I may have. I'm actually impressed. Please prepare for your evacuation drill. That, that you have memorized the menu. Well, you know... Y- I did pre-show research, and I was looking for a cronut, and that was the closest that I got, but then the strawberries kind of caught my eye, and it's actually something that's very good to have, and it's huge in uh, portion size, so I decided to go with that. You know what else was huge in portion size? What's that, Pat? My ego? Well, yeah, that... The waffle sandwich. Exactly. (laughs) Chicken and arugula and sweet chili sauce. Frank's sweet chili sauce. Waffle sandwich. Waffle sandwich in Harambe. Was never it too forget. soon to mention Sleepy Hollow in reference to a waffle sandwich? No, never. It's always. Well, now that I've made my pick, Dave, where are you going? <laughs> I am going to combat this vile citrus swirl stuff by going over to Aloha Isle. And I'm getting myself a Dolwood float. Thank you. Coming Thank you. 564. Bravo. It's not a trip to the Magic Kingdom without the Dole Whip. I personally prefer the Dole Whip float because I find pineapple very refreshing. So the juice on top of that wonderful confection just does it so well. Thank you, Dave. And with that, round two. Mm. Patrick, where are you going? I'm right behind you, Dave. I'm going to Aloha Isle. I need something to wash down my two cheeseburger egg rolls. So I'm right there with you getting that Dole Whip float with the pineapple juice. And I agree 100% with you. It is not a trip without a Dole Whip float. Well, my friend, great minds think alike. And in this case, you also think like me. Yeah, it is what it is. (laughs) We're not going to hold that against you, Pat. Thanks, buddy. Timmy, where are you going? Here is where I will go ahead and throw my nice little curveball. Uh-oh. After I finish my delicious citrus swirl, I am then going to head down just a little bit of way to Aloha Isle <laughs> and get myself a refreshing Dole Whip float. I don't understand why you have to pick Team Swirl or Dole Whip we are in the happiest place on earth, gentlemen, and you, you know what that means? That means we can have both. So, for all of you trying to play the Sharks and the Jets and turning this into some kind of West Side Story, <laughs> I swear to God, all of like, why did I say this? All Is of there you singing shut and up. dancing? I, I forgot you're all white and you have no rhythm. Officer Krupke. Oh no, it's not Hatfields and the McCoys, Kyle. Sit down. Okay. Right. No one stole. No one has stolen your hog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you Yankees! Shut up. He makes better barbecue. Wow. We've we've offended the Southern Canadians. We've offended Canadians. We've offended the Yankees and the Northerners. I don't know, Tim. Can you offend anybody else in your tirades? I'm always offended, so that's why I'm so oh, angry. Oh, abs- absolutely, I can. Uh, by the way, the Bears played horrible today, so shame on all of you in the Midwest for wasting your time. If you haven't game. been offended yet. Give Tim five minutes. <laughs> it will be. It's coming. It's on its way. Don't you worry. Anyway, with uh, with tax, just plain Tim at <laughs> Twitter. Plain underscore Tim at Twitter, and you can also send your complaints to Figments Reality. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they do anyway. 
So, Tim, how much did that cost you, bud? Well, that's exactly what I'm getting to. Thank you for getting us back on track, Mr. Patrick. I have my Dole Whip float at 529, and it is coming out to 563 with tax. Excellent job. And Tim, if it's any consolation, you sound pretty. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. And Chuck, where are you going? Well, after that disturbing turn of events, I'm getting away from everybody, and I'm going over to Gaston's Tavern, where I'm going to get a fantastic cinnamon roll. It is four forty nine uh, before tax and four seventy eight after tax, and at some point in time, I'm actually gonna just start shaking with all the sugar that I've had. I'm so glad they didn't get rid of that when they made the Starbucks uh, switch switch over from Main Street to Starbucks. Yeah, I mean they got rid of it at the bakery, but I'm glad they found a place for it because that cinnamon roll is just a prototype Magic Kingdom. It, yes, it's quintessential Magic Kingdom. I agree. It's synonymous with the Magic Kingdom. You can't you can't go wrong with it. It's just one of those icons of it, like the turkey leg. I would also like to point out this is the second time we've agreed uh, on this snack crawl, let alone ever. I was just going to le- kind of just glance over that and just kind of just ignore it, but you are right, so I have no answer for you. Well, don't worry. I've still found a way to cheat, so please continue. Doesn't shock me one bit. Kyle, where are you going? All right, I'm going to go join uh, Chuck over at... Uh... Gaston's Crepe Tavern, get me a LaFouze Brew. It's pretty good. I mean, it's apple juice and some kind of passion fruit foam. It's, it's pretty darn tasty and refreshing. And that's uh, a... Magic Kingdom's Answer to Butterbeer. And that's a... Uh, what? What's that stuff? It's the Magic Kingdom's Answer to Butterbeer. What's that? That's the stuff from from the other part. Nah, okay. That's why I don't know it. That's uh, $4.49 plus $0.29 cents tax, four seventy eight total. Excellent. And rounding out with me... I am basically zigging while Pat is zagging because I am now going over to the egg roll cart in Adventureland and I'm getting my cheeseburger egg rolls because I still like them. According to touring plans with tax, I have them at $4.80. And we move on to round three. Kyle, where are you going? I'm going to the nice little cart in Frontierland called Westward Ho. And just get me a good old-fashioned corn dog. It says it's only available seasonally, but since I'm there, it's available. If you don't like corn dogs, then I'm sorry. And that total is four is four ninety nine plus thirty two cents tax and five thirty one total, which brings me to eighty six cents left over for the day. Excellent. And a little side note for your corn dog: in the event that Westward Ho is not open, and many times I've been down there, I have yet to see this place actually open. You can always get the corn dog nuggets at Casey's Corner, which are just as good. It's like having mm. a whole bunch of bite-sized corn dogs. They probably use the same batter. You'll enjoy them just as much. So that's a if you're looking for a corn dog in the Magic Kingdom, yes, the corn dog is synonymous with Disneyland, but the Magic Kingdom does it just as good. I'm I'm very familiar with those because I steal them from my kids all the time. But those are eight bucks, and I can't afford that today. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Actually, your kids are the ones spending the eight dollars. It's not you. So That's a loophole. Will, <laughs> that is a loophole here. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Well done, Chuck. Where are you going? Well, after feeling be- kind of bad about being left down to like three dollars, um, I'm gonna walk with my head down and find twenty cents on the ground miraculously, <laughs> <laughs> and. I'm going to make it over to uh, Big Top Treats in uh, 
what will forever be known as Mickey's Toontown Fair. And I'm going to get a chocolate dip pretzel rod uh, for $2.99 before tax, $3.18 after tax, which brings me to $15.19. But thank God I found that $0.20 cents on the walkover. <laughs> so I am at $14.99 for the day. Guess what, Chuck? I'm going to allow it because I have some money left over, and I'm going to float you that $0.20. Cents. Well, it's not as good as the time that I picked up the change that Tim threw at you. Uh, my alternative option was to steal it from the fountain by Cinderella's castle, but I don't want to condone that. Oh, behavior. I've been banking that. That's that's growing interest now. <laughs> you know, Toppins patiently, frugally invested in the Dom's Tobes, mostly grubs, fidelity fiduciary bank. Have you been sitting on that wow. all night? What? Mary Poppins is one of my favorite movies. Wow. That, mm. I'm actually mildly impressed by that. I'm not. Thank you. And with that, Tim, where are you going? I am going to go ahead and take, after my wonderful combination of having a Dole Whip and a Citrus Swirl, again, I'm on vacation, why can't we do both, which is what I did. It's like it's like saying Cubs and White Sox, you like them both. Down, boy, mm. down. I am on my way to the, I'm gonna, on, my way, on my way to the Main Street Ice Cream Parlor, and I'm going to have myself just a good old-fashioned root beer float. I, it's one of those every once in a while I'll kind of get a kick for one and it's the hand dipped ice cream everything just fantastic and that is going to roll in with tax it is 531 and combined with everything else I am ending up with a total of $14.96 well done my friend I kept by your rules you are a benevolent dictator sir and I had my <laughs> snacks I had my fill Oh, you'll find out just how benevolent I can be very soon. And Patrick, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to head over to Liberty Square Market. And I'm going to get a seasonal item as well. This is something that uh, I think is kind of interesting. Uh, Just a roasted corn on the cob. But you can get it seasoned, either barbecue, Italian, lemon pepper, uh, paprika, or Jamaican jerk. So I think I'm going to go with the Jamaican jerk roasted corn on the cob. $4.29 comes out to 457 with tax when you add all mine up it comes out to a total of $14.99 total leaving me one penny left so in full disclosure I have to actually give my wife all the credit for this because she actually wanted to do the Magic Kingdom crawl so these were all her selections so thank you dear well way to go Mrs. Gennetti <laughs> then I take back the whole except for you. Great minds do think alike because I'm not gonna I'm not going to challenge your wife. Your wife is awesome. <laughs> she she actually she's dying to try the egg rolls as well. She says that's a must do and she actually has brought you up and said it. Dave says it's good, then we have to actually try it. Awesome. And with that, I'm gonna round out the Magic Kingdom with an old classic standby. Nothing like standing at the hub. And just enjoying a good old-fashioned box of popcorn. That's a good call. I totally forgot about that. You know, I thought it was cliche, and I thought maybe some of you guys would go for it. I'm actually surprised that you didn't. So, why not end on a classic? Popcorn is $4, with tax comes to four twenty-six. This leaves me $0.30 cents over. I spent $14.70, so... Chuck, you can have 20 of those cents. Oh, no, no, it's fine. I found it on the ground while I was walking. (laughs) (laughs) You can have the dime, too. You can call somebody who cares. Uh, Payphones 
if you can find one, aren't a dime anymore, Dave. I enjoy the Travis Tritt reference right there. That was pretty. Amazing. Yes, but we are on Main Street USA, which is turn of the century. So at that point, it was less money. You know, inflation. We're kind of going back in time, so we're going to back to a dime. <laughs> that was funny. I I like the time when he made you look like an idiot. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, Travis Tritt did uh, narrate the documentary Dream or the uh, movie Dreamfinders, and which also uh, showcased Main Street USA. So awesome. There you go. Thanks. Okay, gentlemen, and now it is time for me to throw a curveball at you because I am going to change up the snack crawl game. This week that we're recording marks the start of the ever-popular Epcot Food and Wine Festival. It is something that many Disney fans look forward to. And with that, I'm going to throw a slap shot to all of you. I understand you're all going to Disney World, so slap shot to Pat. What days are you going to be visiting the Food and Wine Festival? I will be down in the world September 30th through October 3rd, and my Food and Wine uh, Day will be uh, Saturday, October 1st. And now the slap shot goes to Kyle. When are you going to Food and Wine? We are going down there October 5th through 9th, and I think our Food and Wine Day is the 6th. Chuck, slap shot. When are you going? I am going to be down there from the 3rd of November to the 7th uh, as part of the Wine and Dine weekend. So I believe the after event with all the food and dine, food and wine booths are is November 6th. But being that I'm now an annual pass holder, as you now know, Dave, I, uh, I may try to sneak another trip in there just to see what I can do. Well, if you're interested, I'm going down myself in for Halloween, so I could always use... Good company. I may think about that. I don't need any more temptation, though. This is Disney math at its best right here. Well, yeah. Here's the thing. If you don't go, if you don't go to Disney World, you're not getting that value out of your annual pass. So it actually costs you more money and you're actually wasting Disney money. So you actually have to go with that. Yeah. And that's how you ended up talking me into getting the annual pass. Exactly. Well, I could be quite persuasive. And with that, Slapshot, Tim, when are you going to Food & Wine? I am going to be going to Food & Wine from Monday, September 19th to Friday the 23rd. Excellent. And as I just told Chuck, I will be in the Orlando area, specifically Disney World, from October 28th to November 1st. And I will be partaking... Every day in the Food and Wine Festival. Very nice. I'm very, I'm very jealous because the funny thing, it well, it's actually the very sad thing is, I only get probably a half a day, if that. Um, that Saturday, we are heading there, but we're also doing Hollywood Studios at night for the dessert party. So it's probably not going to be a full day. I'm only going to get a little sneak peek of it. I think I'm just going to do the same thing. I just might just pop in and just have one thing at a kiosk because. In the past, I've tried to get something at every booth, and right now I'm trying to eat healthy, and my waistline just can't take that. So I have to be really, I have to be really uh, choosy this time around, and kind of think, approach it with a health conscious uh, budget in mind, gut budget, as our friend uh, Jeff always says. You're still a sexy beast, Dave. Don't worry about it. Oh, I know, but I have you to really keep are. it that way. Do we really have to go down that road? Yes, yes, we do. But with that said, now time to change up the game. 
You all call me a dictator. You all say nasty things behind my back and to my face like I really care. But I'm going to show you just what a gentleman and scholar and I could be like Sebastian. I could be quite the crustacean among men. Right now, I am going to turn into the benevolent dictator and I am going to give you guys complete carte blanche to go nuts at food and wine. For time reasons, we're going to take three rounds. Go to any any booth you want, get whatever food you want, and a drink from that booth. No budget, no money, money is no object. Have fun, gentlemen. With that, Patrick, you're going to start us off. Where are you going, buddy? <laughs> this is this is going to be good. I thank you, Dave, for once and for all giving us this leeway and this freedom. It feels pretty good. I'm pretty happy now. I'm going to start over. I'm going to start over in Hawaii. Okay. I'm, get, I'm getting the Kahlua pork slider with sweet and sour dole pineapple chutney and it comes with spicy mayo. Now, I got a suggestion for you from my friend Bob at All In WDW. Go check out his website. It's got all the food reviews you want. It's got a bunch of stuff. His top 20 for um, the Food and Wine Festival. He says get extra spicy mayo. So get a little bit more on it. Make it that much better. So I'm going to take his suggestion like I took Dave's for the egg rolls. I'm going to take Bob's suggestion. We're going over to Hawaii for the Kahlua pork slider. Okay, and what are you having having the drink over there? I am having the Florida Orange Grove Sparkling Pineapple Wine. Good choice, Pat. One thing I did forget to mention, actually, is we still have our free Joffrey's drink also. Our friends over at Joffrey's always do amazing creations for the Food and Wine and the Flower and Garden Festival. There are four booths within the parks. You can find a specialty drink just for the festival. So, gentlemen, feel free to get one of those drinks, too. We'll make that our little bonus round. Can't wait. Tim, what's your choice? Well, I know everyone's going to be completely shocked at this, but I am heading right over to the Hops and Barley booth, and I am going to be snagging uh, the smoked beef brisket and pimento cheese served on grilled garlic toast. And with that smoky, rich garlic goodness, I'm going to get myself a dogfish head chicory stout to pair with that. The uh, the smokiness, uh, the smokiness of the brisket, it's going to go really, really nice with the uh, the chocolate malt in that stout, the nice bitter, the bittersweet. It's going to be just enough hops in there to kind of take down the astringency and the malt. Really pair well with each other. Big beer, big dish, big kid happy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I will say this. If, if you're listening right now, listen to what Tim's got to say. When he's got uh, some words of wisdom about beer, he's dropping some serious knowledge on you. So I would take his word for it. I would also definitely consult this guy on wines because he plans to one day be a sommelier also. So... I know him and I seem to always butt heads, but he's definitely brilliant when it comes to this stuff. Hit him up on Twitter if you have any questions about a good a good pairing. Uh, you gentlemen are too kind, and yes, please, please do. I'd be more than happy to answer any questions. At least he's good for something. Yay, I'm useful! <laughs> <laughs> and Kyle, where are you going? Well, I was looking through the, the food and wine menu, and of course I saw hops and barley as well. And I'm heading there. I might meet Tim over there for a second, get his um, knowledge. But I'm going to get the New England lobster roll, and I'm going to pair that with a Sam Adams Rebel Grapefruit IPA. 
without using those big fancy words. I like IPAs with my seafood, so there you go. Nice work, buddy. Chuck, what are you having? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Dave. (laughs) I'm uh, I'm gonna go over to Farm Fresh and because I don't drink too much, I'm just taking a shot in the dark as to what I'm gonna get for alcohol. But I'm gonna get the loaded mac and cheese for my uh, food and the dry pear hard cider because I don't know. I I like cider and pears. It's the best I got. I'm gonna be going to Farm Fresh too soon, so. I totally am on the same page. A different one, but I'll start over at Farm Fresh myself. I'm going to go and have the chicken and dumplings, which is a stewed chicken with mushrooms and spinach. And instead of the pear cider, I'm going to go with the woodchuck raspberry hard cider. I tried to kind of keep away from the beer on this one because I figured most of the gentlemen here would. So I figured might as well be different. It is food and wine. If there was a wine offering there, I probably would have got it, but... This one just kind of uh, is offering ciders this year. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that big of a cider fan, but at least you know, I would. I would give them a shot here. Um, normally, I find ciders to be a little bit too fruity, and that's not really what's you know not really up my alley. So, but I think at at Disney World, like Tim was saying before, it's a happy place. Give things a try. See what happens. You may like it. See, I have to be in the mood for a cider. I give me a beer any any day. Usually, though, if it's a really hot, muggy night, I might be more inclined to have a fruit beer or maybe one of the ciders at that point. But uh, I will definitely say that with the heat of Epcot and just kind of just the way the world showcases, there's really not much shadow the way it's kind of uh, set up and the sun does beat down on you, a cider is rather refreshing over there. Well, especially with a lot of the ciders now, you know, so many... Unfortunately, we're running into so many of the ciders that are being done. It's If you go back to the traditional cider, it's a nice, dry, sparkling white wine mouthfeel. And those are nice and refreshing. You don't want the sugar bombs. Anyway, moving on. Sorry about that. Keep going, Tim. Thank you for proving our point about everything that you know. Not really. It's just, that's kind of, that's that's a basic one. So <laughs> Basic to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're all like, uh, okay. Well done, Tim. Well done. The Mickey Dude serves to educate the public. And with that, let's continue educating our listeners on food and wine. Pat, back to you. Where are you going? Uh, I'm going to head over to the Crafts Beer Kiosk and get the Piggy Wings with Korean barbecue sauce and sesame seeds. And here's where I'm actually going to get some beer. I'm going to get a beer flight. So what you can get there, I'm getting two Henry's Blueberry Vanilla American Wheat Ale, three daughters Bimini Twist, Shipyard Midnight's uh, Midnight Stack Midnight Snack Holy Cow Midnight Snack Milk Stout and Concrete Beach Still Stiltsville Pilsner. Yeah, easy for me to say. Help him out, Tim. Yeah, I you know, and the funny thing is I haven't drank any of those and it sounds like I am. <laughs> um, you know, but I you know, I don't mind like I said before with the with the ciders it's too fruity, but with beers I'm okay with a fruit beer. Um, I'd be interested in the blueberry vanilla con you know, combination see if it's any good i've had the shipyard but i haven't had the other so we'll see i'm sure i'd like them all i like shipyard i do too and i'm glad you actually played the loophole because i was hoping somebody would try to pull the loophole of a flight as being one beverage oh yeah definitely because it's on the menu go and i said go nuts so i'm i was waiting to see who would be the first to do that i i like beer so do i 
Speaking of beer, Tim, where are you going? Well, I'm actually gonna kind of take a bit of a uh, bit of a break from beer, and I'm gonna head over to the Intermissions Cafe there at Food and Wine, and I'm just gonna get myself a nice, simple fruit and cheese plate. And one of the reasons I'm doing this is, especially fruit and cheeses are really nice to pair with uh, wines and sparkling wines, and I'm gonna snag myself an Iron Horse Vineyards Fairy Tale Celebration Cuvee Sparkling Wine because, well, when Fess Parker makes wine, you buy Davy Crockett's wine. So, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm there. I'm there to have uh, some, uh, some nice, dry, uh, sparkling wine from, uh, from California, from the vineyard of the King of the Wild Frontier, and see what kind of various uh, cheeses and fruits that are going to be nice to pair with it. Well, if he could patch up the crack in the Liberty Bell, he can certainly make some wine. So, and he kudos really to you. Chuck, where are you going? I'm actually going to find a way to cheat. Again. <laughs> Shocking. Um, I'm going to skip my drink at my next uh, booth. And due to a clerical error on the website I used as reference, I am going to the refreshment part where underneath beverages is listed a Dole Whip. Didn't forget about that at the Magic Kingdom. This was my fallback. So I'm going to use my bowl, <laughs> Dole Whip as my beverage as I walk over to Brazil and get the uh, cheese bread, which, name in Portuguese, I'm not even going to try to pronounce, um, but it's really good. Oh, and by the way, a shout out to all of our Portuguese listeners. Yes, if someone could tell me how to pronounce this, I uh, I will be very appreciative. Yes, Shut, Dave? I'm not, gonna, I'm not allowing a Dole Whip well, yet. Why not? Because you didn't say that you're going to have the rum put into it. If you tell oh, me you're going to have my, the rum. My apologies. I did mean that. Uh, I am going to have the rum put into it. Then it's a drink. Then I'm allowing it. Good job. I, I, I under, thought that was Under just protest. Assumed. Why is that under protest? Because of the dole whip. This is going to be like. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> this is going to be like the quiz show all over again. You know what? I wasn't on that show. And let me tell you something, Chuck. You were robbed. Thank you. You were definitely robbed. This is the third time tonight where we're agreeing some cataclysmic events going to happen. Run for the hills. Take cover, ladies and gentlemen, because this doesn't happen. The end of the world is coming. Oh, joy. Oh, rapture. We agree. And with that, I am wait, going it, wait to Wait a minute. Is anybody else singing Iron Maiden in their head right now? Yeah. Run for your life. I am, actually. <laughs> okay. Just, I, was just, I was just making sure. I, I was singing uh, uh, ACDC. Yeah. Oh. ACDC. Boo. Right, that's cool. I like them too. It's good. And with that, I am going to take a walk over to my friends the Chew. I am going to uh, put aside my hatred for them ever since they took over all my children, which I grew up watching. And I am going to, at this point... Ever since they took off my stories. Hey, I'm secure enough in my masculinity to admit that. And I am going to try their regatta and zucchini ravioli with rustic tomato sauce. And I'm going to pair that with the Festival Cabernet Sauvignon. Because a nice red goes very well with pasta. Uh, I, I'm, I, I'm still stuck on your childhood and soap operas, but whatever. I'm still singing Iron hey. Maiden. <laughs> Yeah, so am I. It's going to be in my head until tomorrow. It goes all the way back to the whole Disney World thing. ABC Super Soap Weekend. It was a big thing back in the day. Look it up. (laughs) No, it it really, it really was. Yeah. I, I I take, I take your word for it, bud. No problem. 
Look it up. Hey, come from New York City. It was New York City's own. So, with that said, round three. Pat, where you going? I am gonna head over to Poland to give some uh, homage to my heritage, and I am going to have kabasi with uh, the potato pierogi with caramelized onions and sour cream. Um, no one makes them anywhere near as good as my grandmother ever did. But, you know, I'll give them a shot here at Disney. If they're going to be half as good as my grandmother's, I'll be thoroughly impressed and, and, and love them dearly. And to drink, and I no way I'm going to pronounce this right, but it's a frozen sarlatka, um, which is apple pie featuring Zabrowka bison grass vodka. So apple pie and vodka, yeah, I'm good with that. Jenquia, Pat. And let me tell you something. That stuff is amazing. I work on my side job. I work a little hotel job, and... Most of my uh, co-workers are uh, from Poland, and one time for my birthday, they bought me that uh, buffalo grass vodka, and they told me to pair it with apple juice. It was absolutely amazing, so I can definitely see why they would make an apple pie type drink with that, because it just goes down so smooth. It, it really does, uh, Dave. I've, a buddy of mine who was uh, in the service actually went to Poland for uh, for some joint training and did the same thing. Brought back a bottle of the bison grass vodka paired with, when we paired it with apple juice, and wow, yeah. I'm just going to have to probably try this even before we go down now. I'm going to have to find a way to get this stuff. And quite honestly, Pat, I'm not a vodka fan. So, I mean, this is something that was really out of my wheelhouse, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And with that, we'll go back to Chuck. Where are you going now, Chuck? I'm going to go to Belgium. And I'm getting the beer braised beef, uh, which is served with smoked gouda mashed potatoes. And uh, because it was on the menu, I'm going to get the absolutely mispronounced Garden Witch Beer. I don't know anything about that, Tim. Do you want to step in and fill me in on what that is? Really, the only thing I have to say is, of all the beers in Belgium and they chose to serve Garden, just really kind of depresses me. <laughs> yeah. There are so- I mean, don't get me wrong. Garden is a very, very good wit beer. It's a, it's a very... Uh, nice representation of a Belgian wit. You get the nice yeasty finish, but of all of the flavorful beers that Belgium has to offer with the different strains of yeast, everything else, the farmhouse ales, boy, they, they really went the vanilla out on this. Okay, that's that's why I chose what I chose then for everything that Tim Kind of disappointing. <laughs> kind of disappointing, really. It's not What bad. really disappointed me about the Belgian boot this year was that braised beef was really good. Last year, and I think maybe the year beforehand, they uh, served it with a um, waffle. And now they have the waffles still, but they're more of uh, sweet waffles. This was a savory waffle, and it just worked so well. It was actually... A mini. It wasn't. It was an open face mini waffle sandwich. So you have a beef waffle sandwich, no chicken waffle sandwiches. Yeah, no chicken waffle sandwiches. But just beef. beef. Okay. But I got you. It, the way they had the gravy, the the waffle would soak the gravy up nicely. It just worked so well. I kind of. I would have gone. I would have gone to Belgium myself had they been offering the waffle, but I just don't know if it'll stand. It probably does stand well on its own, but. I was kind of hoping they'd bring back the waffle, and they had some like really nice cream sauce to it on top of that. So, guy can dream about waffles. Yes. Speaking of dreaming about waffles, Tim, where are you going? <laughs> well, big surprise. I'm actually going to be uh, heading over to the craft beer area, and probably cross paths with uh, Mr. Gennetti there, and 
Uh, as I see him with his flight, I'm going to just have to go uh, go big or go home. And I'm going to get myself the uh, the charcuterie plate, and I'm going to get... It's with the uh, country pate, the cured meats, and the crostinis. So with all of those really nice, strong, meaty flavors with the proteins, I'm going to pair that with uh, Florida Beer Company's Passport 20, their Belgian-style uh, Bel- Belgian triple ale. Uh, the space, uh, they're out of Cape Canaveral, Florida, so it's a nice local brew. The Space Coast has really been doing some cool things with uh, beer lately, and especially with uh, a nice Belgian triple, you're going to have that good, dark candied sugar malt. You're going to have the, that nice Belgian yeast. It's going to really, really pair well with uh, with those big, bold meats and that pate. And this is why I stayed away from that booth, the Block and Hans booth, and the other beer booth, because I figured you would be at them, and you're the guy that would know what he's doing, so I figured I would just learn from the master. I, I am no master, I can tell you that. I had many I had many come before me, which is why uh, why I've learned so much. I've, I've been very lucky to have many who have come before me. Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't want to keep feeding into your ego either, Tim, but but seriously, I got to say this one thing. I could probably listen to you talk about beer for about an hour or two straight because I have no idea what you're talking about, but at least it sounds really good. Yeah, Kyle, where are you going? Uh... <laughs> now, it's, now it's definitely going to be in my head forever. All right. Um, I'm going to uh, the New Zealand booth, and I found something that has, like, my three favorite things. Uh, something dead, some kind of ground fungus, and a dumpling. It's a seared, <laughs> seared venison loin. <laughs> With, Yum, this sounds delicious already. It's a seared venison loin with wild mushroom marsala sauce and a kumara dumpling. I don't know what that is, but it sounds fantastic. And for my beverage, I'm going to get me a ma. Sorry, guys, Mahua Sauvignon Blanc Marlboro, which I'm assuming is a red wine. Tim? The high-class portion of today's episode is brought to you by Skull. Blanc is a white wine. Well, guess what? I'm going to get me a white wine then with my red meat because I don't care. What? Okay. Yeah. Just, just, just let it go. At just least, go, at least he knows that white wine does not go with red wheat in a regular setting. So, and he did one time order the charcuterie, and he actually pronounced it right when I was with him at uh, Misner's. So, I'm. But did quite you take the marble out of your Ostrander. mouth before you ordered Tex? <laughs> <laughs> uh. And before it gets too out of hand, Chuck, where are you going? I'm just going to go to Joffrey's and get my free drink uh, because I think I've already gone three times. So I'm going to uh, Disney Traders and I'm going to get the Tiki Torch, which is a frozen passion fruit thrills with juicy sweet flavors, a hint of tartness, and some Grey Goose vodka. Excellent. So, Kyle, where are you going? Since I'm in New Zealand, I'm kind of tired and fat and lazy right now. I'm going to take a short boat ride over to Australia. And I'm going to get the grilled lamb chop with mint pesto and potato crunchies. The crunchies are sound amazing. And I'm not going to even attempt to uh, pronounce this, but I'm getting the dry Riesling. Awesome. Can you please try to pronounce it? Chateau Tenuto Gran Barossa. Nailed it. That was actually pretty good. I have no, idea, gonna... if it, I have no idea if it was right, but it sounded good. I'm going to give you points for that one. And now on to our Joffrey's round. Pat, what do you have in Joffrey's? I am having a Kahlua Tini, a chilled roasted coffee topped with Kahlua, Grey Goose vodka, and a little bit of half and half. You know, anything with coffee. I, I'm a big coffee fan, as everybody knows. 
Um, you know, I normally don't do half and half of my coffee. Best way to do it is drink it black. But I'll give it a shot. I love Grey Goose as well, so it seems right up my alley. And just so you know, you can get that Kaluatini in the Canada booth because I'm going there too for my Kaluatini. Oh, Canada. Oh, sorry. Now you have to sing the Canada song from the from the movie. Hey, but Chuck, how's it going? Never saw it. Yeah, you know, so, I, I went with um, I went with the Canadian national anthem. Wasn't that good enough? That's pretty close. No, I think it's, so. it's no, I, I I think I think he's definitely on target. We are about to start the World Cup of Hockey, so oh, Canada's acceptable. We've actually already okay. started the World Cup of Hockey. The, that was those were the pre those were the exhibition games. The I am a terrible Canadian as such. And the U.S. just beat Canada. Go USA! And we're gonna leave that where it is. Tim, where are you going for your Joffrey's drink? I am going to just one of the regular kiosks to get myself just the keep it nice and simple. I am a purist. I love Joffrey's. I love their bean selection. I absolutely love their roasting ability. And I'm just going to get myself a nice, regular, roasted Joffrey's coffee and add myself a little bit of Irish goodness to it, a nice shot of Jameson, warm myself up just a little bit before eliminations. Kyle, where are you going? Kind of on the same route as Tim. I just want a coffee. So I'm going to go find me a kiosk and give me a plain old black coffee tall. No cream, no sugar, and, and head for my meal in the cellier. And I am going to finish my day out over at the Wine and Dine studio, where I'm going to have me a seared sea scallop with truffled celery root puree, Brussels sprouts, and wild mushrooms. And since it's seafood... I think at this point, the Round Pond Estate Sauvignon Blanc is the way to go. Very nice. Thank you, sir. Well, gentlemen, I hope you had fun. Don't get used to it, because our next snack crawl, we are going back to the stringent rules. Oh, there's a shot. Coming up in future episodes, we will do a snack crawl to Disney Springs, followed by a snack crawl around the resorts. And as a bonus episode, because I do not want to let this topic die because we have so much fun with it, the next time, we're going to go to the water parks too. So one round is going to be at Blizzard Beach, and the next, the round after that is going to be at Typhoon Lagoon. Okay, uh, guys, can I go ahead and skip that one? No. Are you no, embarrassed you about the swimsuit? No, 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 no. It's every time I go there, Greenpeace tries to push me back in the water. I was putting you back in your natural habitat, so no, you cannot skip Well, then it. we you need to go back to the animal it. kingdom. We need to go back to, to Bagani Rainforest. <laughs> That's actually Gorilla Falls Rainforest now, Tim. They've named it after you. They what? He, yeah, they you tripped on your last trip. Pagani? Yep, it's Gorilla Falls. Well, you must have tripped th- on the way out. They changed it back to what it originally was. No, but I'm happy they've gone back to... No, I'm thrilled. I'm not mad. They changed it back to Gorilla Falls. No, I'm... Yes, finally. Name's back on. The lawsuit worked. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, gentlemen, let's go around and tell everybody where we can find us on the interwebs. Pat, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at DailyWaltDisney. You can also find me on Facebook at Pat Gennetti. And go check out themickeydudes.com for our latest blog entries. Why I bring that up is because part two of the Joffrey series is out. And, you know, by the time this gets released, part three might even be out. So go give it a shot. Go give it a check and see what you think. And Tim, where can they find you? On Twitter, you can find me at 
plain underscore Tim on Facebook. You can find me at Tim Schweska. And since we just talked a lot about beer and I will be checking in everything I'll be drinking on my vacation coming up, you can find me on Untapped at Honky Kong 77. <laughs> That's I am Blame my wife. Follow that. Wow. Blame my wife. She gave me the nickname. That is awesome. I'm going to reinstall that app just so I can follow that. And Kyle, where else will you be following people? A little stalkerish there, Dave. <laughs> but um, on Twitter, I'm at TurkeyLeg1. And the Facebook, Kyle Ostrander. Not as offensive anymore. And Chuck, where are you? I am on the Twitter machine, at Chuck in the chat. And you can always find me on Facebook under Dave Koch. And on the Twitters, at Figments Reality. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for listening to today's episode of the Mickey Dudes. Remember, be their guest, be their guest, put their service to the test. Enjoy food and wine, everybody. Dave out. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon. Why does Dave get to end with Dave out? I'm sure, Tim, I love listening to the way you sound. It will be a great outtake. <laughs> Tim, you're, Tim, you're so dreamy. Tim's so pretty. Oh, so pretty, Tim, so pretty, and witty, and... Oh, sorry, my bad. Is Tim even still here? Oh.